I want to go to several scriptures tonight. Acts chapter 2, verse 47. Acts chapter 2, verse 47. And uh, the scripture says, Acts 2, 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So everybody said, the Lord added to the church. Say that with me. So do you think it's God's will that the church grows? Do you think it's God's will the church grows? Yes, the Lord added to the church daily. So the church was growing. What about Acts 6 and verse 7? Acts chapter 6 and verse number 7. Acts chapter 6 and verse 7. Look at this statement. This is in the book of Acts chapter 6 verse 7. The word of God spread and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So is it God's will that the church grows? So the first part of Acts says that the Lord added to the church daily. And now you find this scripture that the word of God is spreading and the number of disciples are being multiplied. Because when the word of God is preached, disciples will multiply. Can I hear an amen? Programs don't multiply disciples. The word of God multiplies disciples. Buildings don't multiply disciples. The Word of God multiplies disciples. If we are going to grow a church, you've got to have the Word. Somebody say the Word. When the Word was preached, the Word was spread, the number of disciples multiplied. I like that. Not only did the Lord add to the church daily, but now there is the key of multiplication. God is fastly multiplying the church. So the next scripture, Acts 12, 24... Acts 12, 24. Listen to this statement. Acts 12, verse 24. Acts 12 and verse number 24. Uh, yes, verse 24. I do believe it's the right one. And I could be off here. Is it the right one? Yeah. And the Word of God grew, and the Word of God multiplied. Now what does that mean? It means that there were more people preaching the Word. So there were more people, more preachers preaching the Word, and when they preached it, it multiplied. In other words, it kept going from city to city to city. So let me ask you a question. Is it God's will that the church grows? Should the number of disciples multiply? Should the Word of God be preached? And should people grow as a result from it? Yes, the Word of God grew and the Word of God multiplied. Acts chapter 19, verse 20. Acts chapter 19 and verse number 20. Acts chapter 19 and verse number 20. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and it prevailed. There's another scripture. Boy, I like these scriptures. The word of God grew mightily and prevailed. So what does that mean? More people were preaching the word and more people were receiving the word. So here you see the church growing. You see numbers of disciples growing. You see the Word of God being preached from town to town. So let me ask you a question. Is it the will of God that the church grow? Is it the will of God that church multiplies? Yes, the Word of God grew mightily and it prevailed. In other words, it not only grew mightily, but it worked. It prevailed. It did its job. Let me tell you something. When the Word of God is preached, the disciples will grow and it will do its job. The Word of God works 
if you work it. If the word of God is preached, disciples are multiplied and the word of God will prevail and it will be your defense. Do you believe it's God's will that we grow? Do you believe it's God's will that the word of God go forth mightily? Do you believe it's God's will that disciples are multiplied? Do you believe it's the word of God that the gospel is preached from city to city? Yes, the word of God grew and the word of God multiplied. What about Acts chapter 16? Acts chapter 16 and verse number 5. Acts chapter 16 and verse number 5. Acts chapter 16 and verse number 5. Look at this scripture. Acts chapter 15 and verse number 5. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. I don't know about you, but that would make me shout just a little bit right there. Somebody wave your hand and thank God that God's will is that the church should grow. Somebody say, it's God's will. I want to ask this church, just leave that scripture up there. I want you to be convinced tonight. I want you to be so convinced that you don't have to be told again that it is God's will that this church grows. It is God's will that we prevail, and it is God's will that we grow mightily. Now, this scripture states that they were strengthened in the faith. You see, not only should we grow in numbers, but we should grow in our faith. We should be strengthened in our faith. You see, some people want a cheap gospel. Some people want to grow in numbers, but they don't want their faith to grow. Well, I believe that if your faith is going to grow, it's going to have an impact on the numerical growth of the church. Can I hear an amen? So your faith should grow and the numbers should multiply. Somebody say amen. You see, there is internal growth. Internal growth is those who grow and be strengthened in the faith. And then there is expansion growth. That is when we grow by numbers, either by transfer, biological growth, or conversion growth. But there should be expansion. Internal growth, and then there should be expansion. This church had both types of growth. They were growing in their faith, but yet they were growing in numbers. What is the sign of a healthy church? If somebody asks you, well, what is a healthy church? Well, this is the sign of a healthy church. And you have to be careful because a healthy church is not defined by your feelings. A healthy church is not defined by your perceptions. A healthy church is not defined by your experiences. A healthy church is defined by what the Scripture says. And the Bible gives us a pattern in the book of Acts, chapter number 2 and verse number 41. Acts 2 and 41 gives us a description of the elements of a healthy church. Acts 2, verse 41. Acts 2 and verse 41. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day there was 3,000 added to them. Somebody shout, hallelujah. Is it God's will that we grow? Come on, I said, is it God's will we grow? God added 3,000 souls to him in one day. Let me tell you something. Wouldn't that be wonderful for God to add numerical growth in one day? Well, let me tell you something. God can do it. Verse number 42, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship, in breaking of bread and prayers. Then fear came up every one, and signs and wonders were done by the apostles. Now all who believed had together all things in common, They sold their possessions, divided among everyone who had need. They continued daily in the temple, breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness, with simplicity of heart, 
praising God and having favor to all people. And the Lord added, somebody say the Lord added to the church. Now listen, growth happens when we work together with the Lord. I said growth happens when we work together with the Lord. This church was doing something and then the Lord added. You see, we want God to add to the church without us doing anything. But the early church gives us a description that they had a pattern. They were doing something, and then God added to them. What were they doing? They were receiving the word. They were being baptized. They were in the apostles' doctrine. They were fellowshipping with their brothers and sisters. They were partaking of communion. They were doing the Lord's Supper together. They were giving to one another. They were selling their possessions and giving it to one another. In other words, they were kind and compassionate towards one another. They were giving to one another. They were in the temple praising God. They were going from house to house eating bread and fellowshipping and they were praising God. So what is a healthy church? A healthy church is when we fellowship together with one another. A healthy church is when we're worshiping God together. A healthy church is when we're participating in water baptism and taking communion. A healthy church is a church who is devoted to the Word of God. A healthy church is a church of signs and wonders. This is the description of a healthy church. And when this church was participating in these things, God added to the church. So you know what? The Bible says we are co-labors together with God. You've got to hook up with God. You've got to be a partner with God. God ain't going to do it by himself. God is looking for a church to use. God is looking for a people to use. God is looking for someone to say, here am I. Use me, Lord. Somebody say amen. So let me ask you a question. Is it God's will that this church grows? Come on, I want a conviction from you that you believe it's God's will that this church grows. Is it God's will that we grow? Amen. But you, we can't do it without Him. We've got to hook up and be partners with God. They were participating in the pattern and then God added to the church. You know what? Growth is Growth sometimes doesn't come all at one time. Sometimes growth is spontaneous. Sometimes growth is little by little. But there is an Old Testament passage that I believe is for us tonight. It's found in Ezekiel 47 verse 1. Ezekiel 47 and verse number 1. Ezekiel 47 verse number 1. Now this is the healing waters that flows into the temple. Ezekiel 47 verse 1. Now I want you to listen to the prophet here. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water flowing under the threshold of the temple towards the east. From the front of the temple faced east, and the water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. And he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around by the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was water running out of the right side. And when the man went out to the east with a line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and brought me through the waters, for the waters were to my ankles. Somebody say, waters to the ankles. Somebody say, waters to the ankles. So number one, the first progression of growth is growth to the ankles. Verse number four, and he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters, and the waters come to my knees. Somebody say, knee deep. And then he measured 1,000 and he brought me and it was to my waist. Somebody say waist. So do you see the progression here? It started with the ankles. It went from the ankles to the knees. 
from the knees, it went to the what? The waist. And I love this, verse number 5. And he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross over, for the water was too deep. Water in which I must swim, a river that could not be crossed. I don't know about you, but I want to get lost in the river tonight. Amen? I said I want to get lost in the river tonight. Do you have ankle-deep experience? Do you have knee-deep experience? Do you have a waist-deep experience? Or is it a river? I prophesy to this church in the name of Jesus that we would experience the fullness of the Lord. <laughs> Somebody just thank, thank the Lord. I, I prophesy that this church would be a church that doesn't stop with ankle deep, knee deep, even waist deep, but Father, let it be a river flowing in and through this church. In Jesus' name, amen. What am I saying, Pastor? I'm saying this. Is it God's will that we grow? Come on, I want you to say it with the conviction. Is it God's will we should grow? Is it God's will we should be strengthened in the faith? Is it God's will that disciples be multiplied? You should have this conviction about this church that it is God's will that we grow and there should never be an empty seat in this building because there's enough people in this world, in Galena, in Joplin, to fill every seat. So therefore, it is by conviction that it is God's will that we should grow. Somebody say amen. But God is looking for a partner. God is looking for somebody to hook up with him. Growth is not going to happen just because we want it to. Growth is not going to happen just because we pray about it. Growth is not going to happen just because we feel good about it. Growth is not going to happen just because we read a book and agree with it. Growth only happens when we take initiative. Growth happens when we have a plan. Growth happens when there are systems and structures in place to promote growth. And so this year, we've talked about BOW, B-O-W. Somebody say B-O-W. It is relevantly a new word that we've that the Lord give, gave me, and it's called Beyond Our Walls. Now, it is right now, it is not the most superstructured system that we have. And as we continue to develop it, it will continue to be structured. All right, can I hear an amen? So you know what I'm doing? You are in ankle deep right now. And as the years progress, it's going to go to the ankle, to the knees, to the waist, and it will be a river. So we're starting small. And this is called Beyond Our Walls. And we focused on global missions. Your money that you gave is going to build a church in India. That is global missions. That's reaching outside these walls. But at the same time, we should not forget Galena and Joplin as we're building a church in India. Can I hear an amen? We can't forget about our region. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power that you would be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the other most parts of the world. You see, we can't become unbalanced. God has called us to reach our neighbors. Somebody say amen. He's called us to reach neighborhoods, and he's called us to reach nations. Don't forget those three ends. Somebody say neighbors, neighborhoods, nations. Come on, say it with me. Neighbors, neighborhoods, nations. Say it again. Neighbors. One more time, neighbors, neighborhoods. Now say it real loud. Neighbors, neighborhoods, nations. 
So you are called to those three things. Are you reaching your neighbor? Are you demonstrating the love of God to someone at work? Have you asked them to come to church? When was the last time you asked somebody to come to church with you? When was the last time that you led somebody to the Lord? Are you reaching your neighbor? People are watching you. You might be the only Bible that they may read. If you're cussing on Monday and trying to lead them to the Lord on Wednesday, it ain't going to work. Can I hear an amen? So it's very important that we demonstrate the right character. So are you reaching your neighbor? Number two, neighborhoods. That's the community. Galena, Joplin, that's, that's our region. Are we reaching our region? And then nations, that's global. And what happens is sometimes, listen to Pastor Josh, we focus on neighborhoods, we focus on nations, and we forget our neighbor. But God has called us to reach the three ends, neighbors, neighborhoods, and nations. You see? What about it, my friend? You see, this, this, this level of ankle-deep, knee-deep, waist-deep, and uh, a river, you almost can correspond it with joy, right? Joy, great joy, exceeding great joy, and joy unspeakable, full of glory. That's the river. Somebody say amen. So everything in the Bible has a progression. And let's start small. So why do I need to tell you this? Because we need to start small. We need to start with the ankles. We need to start small, but we need to start somewhere. And what do you do with ankle-deep water? You walk in it. And so let's start with ankle-deep water and let's walk in it. Let's make a let's make a profession that we're going to make a difference. 